Hey everybody and welcome back to the Triangle Anime and Manga Review Podcast. I'm Logan and uh, I am uh, halfway through a Pepsi Zero, so that's probably not great for my health. But here with me today with his quaffed hair is uh, Ozzy. How are you doing today, Ozzy? I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing great. Uh, quaffed is, a, is one way to put it, I guess. Um, I have pretty good hair. Um, I guess quaffed is a positive. I think so. Was it like floating? I don't know. Oh, then yeah, I guess I'll go with quaff. It's like it's got it's kind of like an airy vibe to it. I don't fucking. It's know. got a very like I, I try to I try to stand it up. I try to look like the main character of an anime. Yes, anime. That's why does it always have to come back to anime? No, and no. you know that guy's the main character. He's got the biggest hair. Yeah, I'm just working on my fucking wordle words. Okay, that's that's all I'm trying to do. You know, <laughs> y'all y'all introduced me to the damn like NFL wordle version, and I am like, I yeah, can't figure that. I, shit I didn't out. download that, but I did download Quordle because you 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 uh you informed me of that one, and I just liked how ridiculously hard it was. Today was pretty hard. No, yeah, it 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 gets easier, but like early on when you're trying to figure out how to make it all come together, because it's. I guess that's really the key thing with any of these word games. Like, it helps to know the words, but also it's more about, like, it's kind of like a puzzle. It's like, how do I make yeah, it's a puzzle. the pieces well, that's fit? That's why I like Quartal. It definitely feels more like a puzzle than just a guessing game. Like, yeah. you have to make sure you guess the right words so you can get the most out of each one, uh, since it's a four-wordle situation. Yeah, you're solving. Don't know. You're solving four words using... Uh, you do get more than five guesses. I think you get... Eight or nine? Nine. Yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, every same guess goes to apply to four different words. So. Yeah, so basically you do get five guesses for each word. It's just you get an extra, they give you an extra four to try and solve it, the whole thing. You know, if that makes sense. Fair enough. So yeah. What are your uh, go-to uh, words to like guess first? I always start with a side and I start with youth. So... Because I think Y is one of those where it slips your mind, but Y often gets used yeah. as a vowel, so you got to remember to use that. Yeah. One. Well, I, I, I start with a do because mm-hmm. it uses every vowel except O and Y. Yeah. yeah, yeah and then yeah. my second word is storm because it has S T R. Yeah, that's o. that's a good one because R fucks me over. Sometimes. Yeah, R is always like forgotten, but it's super it's super used. And then that way, like if I can't figure out those, that today I had one that had only Y in it. Like what? no vowels. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yes, wow. it was rough. I, it, and it was used twice in the word. I didn't get it. Uh, was that wait? Was that on Quirtle? Yes, oh, it was on Quirtle. I, I need to double check this. What was it? Just uh, spoil Quirtle for some people from weeks ago. Uh, oh yes, they really missed out on what day is today? The third of October. Oh, dude, don't speak up. It's Spooktober now. Don't date the podcast. Ooh, spooky, scary. No, nah, gravy? No, no. See, no. no, we got different ones. I don't think it's the same for everybody. Really? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. That's not what I got today. I got Riley. W r y l y. Fuck yes. that. Yes. No, I was I was fucking done. <laughs> yeah. Like, not every other word though. That's one of those where you throw it across the room. <laughs> I was pretty annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forget. I forget which one I got. Like Wordle gave me some dumb one a while ago, and I can't. Had like three. T's or something, and I was just like, Ugh. fuck this. That's uh, rough. Anyway, yeah. But, you know, you know what's not rough this season of anime? Because it was actually pretty pretty good, all things considered. I, I think they had a little bit of stuff for everybody. We've talked about this before, but, uh, you know, a lot of comedy, a lot of drama, a lot of isekai. 
Definitely a lot of isekai. I think this has definitely been a good season. Um, I will say that I think there was a little bit of lull because there, some seasons had some issues getting episodes out because certain animation studios had uh, um, like some COVID situations. So I know some are still ongoing. I think at least two are. Um, so obviously we're not going to give a season end review. We'll just give a, you know, as far as we've gotten review. But overall, yeah, I did enjoy this season. I think it was a good mix. Um, I wasn't heavily disappointed with a lot. Um, maybe it just means I have good taste. Um, and I was very, uh, I guess I was very, uh, what's it called, uh, pleased with the ones I was really looking forward to. So I think it met my expectations. Um, I don't think anything like blew me out of the water, uh, but I think that's what next season's for. Yeah, no, I think for sure. I don't. I don't really expect any of this to be memorable. Maybe Isekai Uncle stands out, and hopefully Licorice Recoil gets a sequel or a second season. Licorice Recoil? Oh, yeah. Yeah, hopefully that gets a second season. But yeah, I would say, generally speaking, I don't think any of this is going to like go down in history as like some amazing anime. But, well, I guess Overlord, but that, that was already there. Well, I mean, that was I was going to mention that later, that... I think the returning ones definitely held up their end of the bargain. And um, yeah, we they were even, probably some of the more highlights, I think. We didn't even watch Maiden in the so. I think that was one that people really enjoyed. And I, it, it, again, I was going to mention it later, but I think just because of the hype and just because of what I've read about it, I'm going to go back and try to watch that one. Yeah. I don't know when because next season's going to be an absolute just... I don't just uh, a chore, not when? even a chore, but just kind of it is gonna be a chore. There's just gonna be so yeah, much. Yeah, when do you find the time? Well, I found that this season was hard for me to watch stuff. I don't know if it's because it was the end of the summer. Um, it was summer, so like I do a lot during summer. I get out, you know, it's a good time to travel. Good, I mean, I'm always doing activities outside. Uh, a lot of my hobbies, you know, usually tend to be outside. Um, so I found it really hard to sit down and watch everything I needed to. Um, but you know, I got through it. Not that it was a chore itself. It was just kind of like finding time. That's what I mean. That's the chore nowadays. And oh, I think yeah. as an adult, that's what, you know, that's how, you know, you kind of, you're formally like an adult life. It's just yeah. like, you're not even doing big things. You're just doing things all the time. You yeah. Don't even, I don't even remember what it is. I just do stuff. Yeah. It's like, I'm just busy all the time. Busy. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I can't find time for video games. I don't know what I'm going to do when God of War Ragnarok comes out. Yeah, I mean, in video games, another thing, like, this weekend, I, I picked up something in an old game, and it's just, sometimes it's like, crap, I haven't played video games. Like, it felt weird. Like, I stayed up till 4 a.m. playing a video game on Saturday, and I was like, well, since when do you play video games? I'm like, you're right. I haven't played in forever. Like, it's just... But um, that's something that'll pop up here and there. I know that I'll probably get Pokemon in November, so November is going to be a crash route. But yeah. that's not till November. I will say, like that is something I don't miss about it is like the video games that they're so good. You stay up till like four in the morning, and you're like, "What the fuck was I doing?" What was I doing? Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think uh, gonna have to reorganize some things. Gosh, ah, it just never ends. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about. Uh, anime. So with that in mind, we want to go ahead and get into it. Let's sure, see. yeah. We'll talk about the stuff we watch. I think we watched about, uh, between me and you, we watched almost eight or nine uh, different series that we really kind of finished and uh, can 
kind of summarize. Uh, we'll give our reviews on them. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's going to be some minor spoilers ahead. Uh, yep. I think just for general purposes. So keep that in mind. We're not going to try and spoil the whole plot. But we're probably going to talk about how some seasons ended. And we're definitely going to talk about some uh, sequels. So expect that to be uh, a topic. But anyway. Uh, so with that... I'll go ahead and get started with uh, when will Ayumu make his move? That was the first title, and it was probably one of the better comedies I had um, on the season. It kind of had this same problem, I guess, in spring, where a lot of the comedies were kind of one note. If you think about, like, Shikamori is more than just a cutie, where it's like, okay, we get that this is the same joke every time it's like she's a cute girl but she can do other things than just be cute and, and like, her boyfriend is an absolute right. like dudes yeah so in this case the story was set up where for those unfamiliar basically the main character is a guy who wants to confess his love to the girl who is the leader of the chess club or the president of the chess club but he has made this like agreement with himself that he's not going to confess to her until he can beat her in a game of chess. And unfortunately, he she is just so much... It's not that he's bad. She's just so much better at... Uh, it's not even chess. It's shogi. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> point being, she's so much better at it that he can just not match up at all. So, And she knows he's into her. So it's kind of at least this weird dynamic where she wants him to confess, but he can never confess because she keeps beating him. Um, and yeah, obviously you can see where the gags would kind of pile in on that, but I think as the show goes on, it introduces some new characters, there's actually plot progression with, like, their relationship outside of just, you know, wanting to confess to each other, whereas a lot of times it's just, you know, cute girl wants cute boy to confess to her, and that's, like, their entire personality. It's like, no, you get to know these characters, you get to know about the guy's background, and how he was in a martial arts club, and he's got uh, a girl chasing after him, too. It's it's fascinating. There was a lot of interplay with these characters that kind of kept it new and fresh every time you went back to it. Uh, I'm not going to say it's, like, the greatest anime, but as far as, like, a cute comedy goes, I think I got a lot more mileage out of it than I did out of some of the other items on this list. But uh, And that's kind of my take on it. Ozzy, I know you didn't really get into it that much. Did you have any thoughts on this on this anime? No, I mean, based on what you're saying, it definitely sounds like what I thought it would be. It's kind of a cute, um, literally about the interactions between these two characters. And it was on my to-watch list, I believe, at the beginning of the year. But I just couldn't get around. I couldn't find time to it. Um, not that I started it and deemed it not worth my time. I just couldn't get to it, focusing on the ones that I did want to watch uh to start so uh you know maybe it's something I'll, I'll look into uh or maybe it's something that i'll definitely recommend to some friends just knowing what the premise is and knowing that you know you kind of gave it a, a pretty good review it seems like you know it was entertaining to you and um i'm glad i'm glad it was done well uh do you think there'll be a second season uh based on what i've seen out of the rest of this guy's work because this is the same guy who does the uh i'm blanking on the name of it right now but the the prank anime where the two characters are like in love with each other and the guy's always trying to 
prank the girl and the girl. Oh, yeah. The, girl it, the art even looks very similar. I mean, the yeah. art is similar. It makes sense. Yeah, so I would not be surprised if it got a sequel because it's by the same guy and a lot of his stories are very popular. Um, but right now, I don't think anything has been officially announced. So we'll see as time goes on. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, that, I don't think anybody's going to miss it if they don't watch it, but it's definitely a really good one. Um, next up, so this one's on your your side of the story. Uh, Isekai Uncle. Is that the formal title? It's uh, uh, Technically, it's called Isekai Oji-san. Uh, so it, it, it's, uncle, it's the Isekai Uncle. uncle, uncle yeah, I mean, it's called Uncle from Another World. So yeah, uh, yeah. this is one that we did review halfway through. Um, and I think overall we did enjoy it. Um, we, we, we enjoyed it up until, I guess, to the, through the mid-year review. And uh, at the end of it all, I, which I will clarify, it has not finished um the this is one of the studios that did have issues putting out some episodes due to some covid incidents so i think there may be three to four episodes behind there's supposed to be 13 episodes total uh, according to my anime list and i think it just finished either eight or nine so um there's still some to come uh it was put out by netflix uh so it is available on netflix and i recently just finished what was uh, most recently put out and I mean, so far I, I still enjoy it. Uh, I think the comedy is still there. I've really enjoyed the characters. You know, uh, Oji-san is, is really hilarious. Like he, he kind of carries this because I think his, his innocent slash what's it called? Oblivious nature oh, yeah, oblivious. of just not knowing how his interactions, like how to deal with interactions in the, in, in the, in his, like uh, in his Isekai world. And then, how his nephew and his nephew's friend are interpreting it. Like, he just doesn't catch on at all. That, that's a good point. What do you call that? It's like he doesn't get the story. He almost doesn't understand, like, story beats almost. It's kind of strange where he's just like, he doesn't get people. He's like, I know this interaction well, yeah. is happening, but I don't understand how well, It respond. seems like, I mean, it makes sense because, like, yeah. the whole point is that when he was 18 or 19, he got, he got you know, 17, excuse me, he went and got, got hit, hit by, by a bus. Yes, bus. of course. Yeah. Truck, trucks on. Um, got him. So he was teleported to a different world. And from what he describes himself as, he seemed like a shut-in, kind of closeted neat uh, that didn't get much real-world experience. Yeah. And the last 17 years has been Isekai world experience, which does not relate. It's not a good way to relate to people. Yes, it's like if Sheldon from Big Bang Theory got hit by a bus and got isekai'd, and then his nephew found him years later. Correct. Yeah. And, and speaking of his nephew, I think he, the, the 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 chemistry between them two really like makes for some good comedy because like Takafumi is the one that's kind of watching his adventures through. Like we're watching it together, like myself and his his nephew, and like. I would have the same reactions as him. Like he is just like the audience. He's just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, why did you do this? Yeah. Or, you know, did, did you not understand this? And all this is all going on in his head. Like he won't actually talk to his uncle about it. He'll just be like, oh my God, like my uncle is just so oblivious or yeah, yeah. I don't understand how he doesn't see that this lady who's like bullying him the whole time is actually so in love with him. Really it's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So things like that make it for some good, uh, good comedic uh, relief. <laughs> The second episode where he's got he's got to get this like magical weapon, but to do that he's got to like cure this the ice queen's heart, and he's just like, no, nah, fucking beat it without it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, just like... he's, he's, he's just so oblivious <laughs> to things, and it, it, like he doesn't think how it'll like he's so oblivious in every way. Like 
I think the most recent episode, he was addressing a lady because he was trying to take her clothes. Like, he was trying to take it for himself because it was his, his own jacket. But he didn't realize that he was, like, pinning her down and, like, undressing her, and it looked like he was, like... Yeah, he was literally just trying to get his clothes back. Yeah, he was yeah. just trying to get his clothes back. And it's just, like, that's what a 10-year-old would do, but... He just doesn't have any of those interactions with people. Has no, yeah. But it is also interesting because he's got, he's brought back some of his isekai abilities to the real world. So it's funny to see him like do all these like silly things and then, but also be like, but technology can do some of this stuff. Like I, I love watching him do the like videos where it's like, we can make money by posting what you do online. Everybody's like, Fake, dumb as hell. He's like, oh yeah, that's yeah. that's totally great, like a <laughs> yeah. CGI. Yeah, he's like, what? No, it's not. Or the thing with the shipping fees, where he's like, whoa, it costs this much to get it, but I could just pay like it costs five dollars, but the shipping fee is three times that. I'm fucking. I'm just gonna fly and yeah, go pick it up. <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah. I will. I will say. I mean, my only downside. It's really a minor downside because I think if you're watching this show. You have some kind of background in anime or nerddom of some form or fashion. You do have to have a vague awareness of like anime or isekais or video games or stuff like that. Because a lot of the jokes play off you understanding like this would be what you would do in a video game. And then he does not that, you know. Yeah, it's definitely based off like... He definitely jokes off of nerd culture, like you said, off of old school stuff, like nostalgia of nerds, um, and definitely a lot of tropes in in uh, Isekai. So uh, well, I will say that I don't think it runs dry. Um, I still find like I'm laughing like my ass off a lot of times, but I will say that, like you said, if you're coming in and like this is your first anime, you're not going to really find it funny. Yeah, somehow I doubt that this is going to be anybody's. That's fair. First I don't think anime. it will be either. But I'm just. I saying. mean, I guess because it's on Netflix, maybe from that perspective. But I think, it, you know, if you're listening to this, if you're getting our recommendation, this is not going to be your first anime. That's true. But I, yeah, this is probably not like I tried to watch it with my uh, fiance now. I guess to rub that on everybody's faces, but yeah. So I, I tried to watch this with my fiance, and she didn't get it at all. And you know, looking back, I'm like, yeah, I, I get that. This <laughs> because none of these jokes make any sense uh, out from her context. But anyway, so yeah, uh, but it's definitely one of the must sees of the season. I would say personally, I think. If you're an anime fan, you've got to check this one out. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, I think you're going to get some good laughs. I think it's so it's nothing like, oh, I got to watch every episode like right now because it's it doesn't really have it doesn't really carry a plot like too like amazingly, uh, it really is just him retelling his story, but there's no like like weight to this story. It's just like, oh, these are some episodes and of my life and they're kind of funny. I will say that the most recent episode did have some uh, progression in kind of a romantic uh, possibility with uh, Takafume, his nephew, who's taking care of him, and his friend, who they were like childhood friends, which um, I guess if they want to go down that route, would introduce another dynamic. Uh, but they don't have to. I don't think it needs it. Uh, it's not really why people are here. So um, I just don't think that this story is something that's like, driving and it's just there for the memes and for the laughs and for enjoyment so yeah i mean but i think that's also a good a good thing to bring along every now and then 
All right, next up, uh, one of my, so this one is Parallel for World Pharmacy, or uh, I don't remember the full Japanese name, but it's like Isekai Pharmacy, basically. So, all right, so this is what, our second Isekai? Yeah. Um, this one is, as the title would imply, I don't know if pharmacy, I mean, I guess pharmacy is the right term, but uh, basically this famous doctor who was working on cure, curing this disease that killed his sister. He finds the cure, but he works himself so hard that he basically dies as soon as he finds the cure. <laughs> and then he gets reborn in this other fantasy world where there is magic, but even though there is magic, they don't have a clear understanding of like germs or like bacterias or, you know, viruses diseases all that stuff so he kind of gets reborn and uh starts trying to i'm trying not to give too much away but basically starts to try and impart his knowledge into the world to kind of help people learn more about like how to better treat themselves and not do all the terrible things that i think a lot of other doctors have done in our history timeline. So, quick question: When you mentioned that, what's his motivation? Is his motivation for like money, or is his motivation for like the well-being of like? So, I guess the real motivation is he's still hung up on the fact that his sister died at a young age in the other world, and I think originally he didn't plan on doing much. But again, trying not to give too much away, basically he sees someone who is pretty well known who's about to get misdiagnosed and basically die uh, because uh, she has something that's pretty easily treatable, but they obviously they, they don't, don't know. know they don't know what to do with it. So they're basically like, well, we'll give her these and that'll basically cure the pain, but then she'll die. So it's just, uh, and I he, and from there he just kind of kicks it off and like okay. keeps going. So I guess it's just, I guess his imparted oath as a professional medical professional to want to like yeah and there's also an implication there's there's also an implication that he was brought there by the medicine god of that world which never really gets touched on but it's it's out there i guess it's kind of a neat idea cool. but uh yeah so i mean i think it's just kind of his drive to help people essentially but getting back to your initial question um but yeah i think this one fascinated me though more so because i mean a lot of isekais, it's like, I'm the strongest, so I'm just going to do whatever I want, or I'm going to basically make civilization or something. This one was fascinating from a couple of angles. Well, first off, like, we work in the medical field, so it's kind of cool to, like, see them doing, like, medical stuff in an anime. But second off, it's like, it is kind of interesting when you look back at, like, it wasn't that long ago when people were putting leeches on other people's bodies <laughs> and being like, yeah, that shit works. Hey, and man, it's not even that long ago that it's being... No, it's being done now. It's being done There's now. People were like, man, if you rub some marbles on your forehead, yeah. it'll cure cancer. Yeah, you got these, You see this crystal right here? It's fucking... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shove that up your ass. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, no, I think... Um, yeah, you know, when you look at the kind of the crazy stuff people do, it's it's easy to see how these kind of misunderstandings get out of hand and people die because of it. So it's fascinating to see a guy who's actually like trying to take it on and trying to fix people's perceptions. And it is also interesting to see because the, as the anime also touches on, it's like 
yeah, he starts a pharmacy to try and help things, but just because you start a pharmacy doesn't mean all the other businesses that are selling like drugs or whatever are just going to stop because you're trying to do things the right way. So now you got to deal with the business side of things. You got to deal with the like royalty side of things. You got to deal with all this other stuff. And I will say it was a little frustrating at the end because it did eventually kind of turn into a superpower fight each other kind of thing. Oh, no. At the, at the end, which was a little disappointing. I was hoping it would stay away. I mean, I don't even know how it would even get to that, eh? B, so, I was hoping that it would just kind of go stay in its lane. It does pretty much – it pretty much stays in its lane the entire time, but right at the end we – because I guess this is – and I, I don't know if this also happens in the manga because the manga hasn't gotten that far. But I guess because they expect this to only get one season, uh, villain – big bad villain shows up. And apparently he wants, you know, to spread diseases and everything. And we have to stop him, you know, that kind of stuff. It's So it's kind of a strange – it takes a strange turn at the end there. But I still think this one was fun. It was like – for me, this was the one that I would watch on, like, a Sunday, where it's like, I just need something nice to decompress to, and I don't need, like, all the complicated, like, uh, fighting bad stuff. I just want a nice one where everybody's kind of happy, and this guy tries his best to fix people's problems. And there's a little bit of complication, but there's nothing too crazy. So. Well, I like the aspect. My favorite parts of, like, um, what's it called? Um, isekais are whenever you can, like, use your prior knowledge in new worlds like i hate the ones where it's just like well i'm in a new world i'm just gonna start a new life no well, like you should be able to use and that's why like i like i dislike the ones that are like younger kids who just come over and just like hey i'm just gonna be a warrior but like the ones where it's like professionals that have had something and like they can apply it like you know in this case he has his knowledge of medicine like it's always interesting it's like how would you introduce that into a world that doesn't have that or how would you bring it up from scratch like I still think, and this has this has not even close to the same, but I love the little tidbits. And when you were talking about like him bringing back medicine, like I love the tidbits of uh, Doctor Stone. If you remember, oh yeah. Whenever he brings back like his knowledge, it's not an isekai, but it kind of is because he's a different world in his uncivilized yeah, I mean, world. They're, they're in, the, in the, future, the future. No technology. No technology. But he brings it back, and he's like showing all these people medicine he's showing all these people science and like bringing that stuff back or you know in this case bringing it up to the future back to the future whatever the shit it is back to the future <laughs> yeah um, delorean um it's that is a unique way for me to stay intrigued because i guess it it like scratches that itch of science and engineering to me like oh that's yeah. cool like the idea of someone inventing that is so cool yeah they they're not inventing it because they it was already invented but it is almost like they invented no, it. no i mean i think one of my favorite scenes because it was Really, it was something pretty simple to do. Like, basically, he makes, like, a little microscope. It would be, in our world, it would be, like, a little kid microscope. Yeah. You know, the ones that you hold in your hands. But he brings it up, and he's, like, showing them this, and they're like, the fuck is all this shit? Yeah, and I was like, it's like I was, seeing people's reaction. Yeah, like, I was like, whoa. Because <laughs> he just showed him, like, little bacteria, and he's like, yeah, that's what's in her lungs right now. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was... It was fun. I, I again, I don't think it's gonna stick around in the long run, but it was a fun little uh, go of things. So I, I really enjoyed my stay with it. Nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, check it out if that's some if those topics interest you. But uh, we're moving on and dropping my mouse. Ah, all right, we're moving on to oh god, 
I get two in a row. So the maid I hired is mysterious. This one I did not have as much fun with. Um, so you remember how I talked about with Ayumu, talked about one-note comedies? Well, this was the one-note comedy for the uh, season, I guess. Uh, basically, the idea is that there's a duke or something, a master. You know how it goes. A duke, yes. Yeah, some, some, it's a kid, young kid. Duke. Yeah, he's a duke or whatever. I don't fucking know. And she's a maid. And she's a maid. And, and the she's... duke has special power? Nope. Damn! She is She is an older maid. She's got big titties. Of course she does. Um, okay. And, she, and she's into him. And she's tan and she's really into him. Yeah. And she's and he's got special powers. He does not have special powers. God damn it. So it's not the duke and the death of duke. No, it's not the duke of death and the maid. No. Basically... Basically, the the master guy finds. I just realized. Sorry, sorry. The Duke of Death, Duke Death, Death Duke. It's two D's. <laughs> you've cracked the code. and the maid is stacked. You've, you've cracked the double code. double D, baby. Oh my god, you've cracked the code. That manga finally ended. I'm happy. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. What happens? He kill himself. He, like, masturbates, and he finally kills himself? Uh, no. The power of friendship wins over the witch, and they cure him. And they haven't fucked yet, at least by the end of the story, so we'll see. I don't That's know. Point. Anyway, back to the real death of Duke. Okay, so, Man I Hired is Mysterious, which is what we were talking about. This kid is severely underage, Maid's older, and he just thinks she has, like, got some kind of plot going on in her mind she's like he is like she's acting way too mysterious why is she here and all this stuff and so the girl the maid tries to tease him and then he basically teases her back just by assuming like by believing what she says so like let's say they're cooking something and he's like it's mysterious your meals taste too good and she's like yeah because I put a secret hypnotizing potion in it and he's like Oh my god, that's why I love you so much! And that, you know, that's the comedy, basically. That's bad. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> so it's so, like just fan service. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Classic. Yeah, and uh, there's a reason I didn't like this show very much. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Um, this would be a good pass, then. I would say pass, for sure. I, I, I watched a couple episodes because I liked the manga, but the manga, you have to keep in mind... When they do a gag manga, you get a chapter a week, and the chapters are like ten pages. For sure, yeah. That that works better than the having to watch. Can be very hard. I yeah, think we've talked about this before because the gag can turn old. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Uh, I would not recommend this one. All right. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say on this next one, I don't know what, anything about this. So you're on your own with uh, Love Live Superstar, or is it Live it's Love? Love Super- Live Superstar. Excuse me. Okay, so Love Love Live Superstar. It's uh, your big your your shock hit of the season. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, is it the shock? Uh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. I, I mean, it certainly wasn't one of the ones on our list. I don't. I don't know. So, okay, Love Lab Superstar, it is uh, it's somewhat of a franchise. I think the, like, the Love Live series is is something that's been ongoing and it isn't necessarily a unique thing. It's kind of like, um, it's all based off of idols, like, just like women singing 
whether that be younger girls. I'm not really sure what the past series were like, but apparently this is not the first. Um, and I will say I went into it. I don't know why. I think I saw, um, I think I just saw like a, a still from it. And I was like, you know, that kind of looks good. Let me give it a try. And man, was I really surprised at how much I enjoyed this. Like, I, I will say like the first episode I went into it, I wasn't sure what I was expecting, but uh, the they actually had like a, an idol like concert slash like music video and they use like 3D art for that. And that thing is jarring when you first watch it. Like, cause it's all like normal anime 2D and then they go to like the musical aspect of it where they're performing as idols and it's all 3D and it's like, holy crap. I mean, it looks good. It's just really jarring to change from one to the other. Um, but I will say this, this was my Sunday afternoon, like watch it to feel good shit. I mean, this was awesome. Like, uh, it's a very basic premise where uh, one girl has the dream of being a artist, not necessarily an idol. Um, and she wants to be in this like school made for music. Um, and her name is, uh, Kanon, uh, and Canon. And, um, she meets other girls at the school. Uh, and she meets this one girl who happens to really want to be an idol. And then from there, it's about her story about becoming an idol because she wants to be in some kind of musician group. Uh, so she's like, okay, I'll be an idol. And then she meets other people who kind of become unlikely or un... What's it called? Like unexpected or... Unsuspecting. Okay. Yeah, I guess unsuspecting members. It's just like you look at them and they're like... One of them is like this girl who's like like super about herself, wants to like make it into the big... Like into like, uh, like uh, the industry of like entertainment. Uh, and she ends up becoming an idol in the, in the group. The other one is like... the who I thought at first was going to be kind of like the villain of the series was just an antagonist for like a few episodes where she's like, idols are stupid. Uh, but really she has her own problems, uh, why she felt like that. And then she ends up becoming part of the group. Uh, and this, this is season one, excuse me. I'm kind of giving a synopsis of the entire show. Um, but that's season one, season one's kind of like the growth of that group, uh, and all of them meeting together to become, uh, the, the group, which is, uh, they're called, uh, What's it called? Uh, Love Live. No, Love Live is just kind of like the series. Oh man, I'm gonna forget the name. Uh, I forgot. I have to come back to it. Um, but let's see. Uh, season two was basically just them continuing um, their story uh, because in season one, uh, spoilers of course, uh, the the group Layla. That's what it's called, Layla. It's like L uh, L I E A L A or something like that. Um, this, I think it means like light or something like that, hope or something like that. Sure. Or, uh, or it's that song by, who was it, The Police? No. Layla! Oh, that's uh, that's uh, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton, that's it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, so they go into like the school tournament where they perform as an idol group. They do well, but they ultimately come up just short uh, in the tournament arc uh, to another group. Uh, it's all good and, and happy. Uh, I will say that this really doesn't have a lot of like negative like uh experiences uh yeah you'll have some like struggles with with a member who's having to deal with you know some family issues or having to deal with little things nothing that lasts more than an episode uh so it's really good just to relax and watch because at the end of almost every episode they have a banging ass song and i'm telling you like these songs are fun they're very upbeat kind of like all idol songs are they dance 
they sing and like I will say that this whole series does a good job of giving each girl kind of their moment to shine let lets them like have their own individual style um I thought they were all just going to be kind of the same and yeah all oh, they have different hair colors they're fine you can all differentiate no they have different styles they have different interests they have different musical talents too and they do a good job of showing that off um and i think that was done even better in season two where instead of five group members they went to 10 group members good lord yeah it's a huge idol group uh excuse me was it 10 or 9 maybe it's 9 anyway it's a lot a lot um so season two was literally just them trying to get back to the tournament and win um and with that they wanted to grow the group uh and they grew the group with an additional four or five members i forgot um, but I will say that my, my worries at the beginning were, man, this is going to be way too much on screen, but they did a good job of differentiating every girl, every one of them having even more so their own independent, like personality, their own like way of like interacting and kind of like, they aren't all the same kind of prissy idolish kind of girls. They all have somewhat different personalities. And I like that. I, I can like. I expect different things from each one, different responses to situations, and it's just kind of fun whenever something does happen and they kind of interact between each other. Um, and so this is one that also had issues putting out episodes due to COVID. So there are only nine episodes through season th two, and I still think they have three more to go. So we'll see where it ends. So far, I've enjoyed it. Like I said, it's my daily like or my weekly. like This is so good by the end of it. I'm not. I don't know what they're singing, but I'm humming the songs because they are very catchy. Uh, they do a different type of song. Like sometimes it's like something upbeat. Sometimes it might be something more like, like jazzy, kind of like melodic. Uh, so it, you know, it, it it is super entertaining. Like I've enjoyed every single episode. I've enjoyed the arc as a whole. I will say that I enjoyed season one better because I think they actually had more conflict. Uh, season two. I will say the conflict there seems a little bit manufactured because they decided to add this like edgy competition girl who's like, like you guys aren't good. I'm better, but that's all she says. Like she doesn't really show like, yes, she apparently in the show, she has been, has been said that she is a good performer, but she doesn't like add any reason as to why she's better she doesn't actually sh like there's no value when it comes to something like performing it's more just like what do you prefer and um i just don't think she really adds anything besides manufactured drama it and does, it does sound like it's kind of got so first off i i love a, any anime that's got good music and second off it does sound like it's kind of got that increasing challenge level i'm trying to think kind of like i don't know if Yu-Gi-Oh is a good comparison but where it's like You've always got those interesting kind of rival characters where you're like, ooh, I want to see what happens with this person, but yeah. Well, they did that. So, like, it, it's very much like Rocky 1, Rocky 2. So, Rocky, oh, he yeah. lost, right? But, yeah, like, yeah. there was still something they gained from that. Yeah. And that's how season one was. And now this is season two, Rocky 2. Like, you got to get back in there and you got to win this time. Right. So, that's that's the whole point. But So, they, you're telling they, me they in season us, four they fight the Russians. They fight the Russians, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then in season five, they pick up a black guy, and he's and he becomes the best idol of all time. Okay, uh, and I, mean, I would actually, I would watch the shit out of that. No, <laughs> actually, they end up teaching the guy idols that we're gonna watch in the next season. Okay, okay. Is but, that what's happening? Yeah, all right. Anyway, anyway back finish. to this. Um, they did throw us a curveball by. So in this case, if the main rival from season one was coming back for season two, 
they actually got they actually didn't qualify for the tournament. So now they're facing no one they know. They're facing this new manufactured opponent. Right, right, right. So it's just like it just it just I don't know. It doesn't hold much weight to me. Um, I'm just in it for the girls' interactions because it is part cute girls do cute things and music and any music anime I'm in. All it's pretty much you you got me already and the music's not. It's pretty good. I've enjoyed it. All right. Well. So I'll, I find that a lot of people don't like idol stuff. Uh, I'm not saying that you should, but I do think this is a very well done anime for idols and for just like a cute stuff to watch is fun. So if you're into that, I think you should definitely give this a chance. Um, like I said, season one is great. Season two continues to be pretty solid. Um, and I think I think overall as a franchise, I think it's pretty loved. So Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it yet, but I will say, just because I haven't had the time, but I will say that, like, kind of like anything, um, guys, if you were watching anime, uh, don't knock it until you try it, you know? Yeah, I yeah. have found that through our reviews of doing this podcast over the last year is, you, you'd be surprised. Like, I mean, I've always yeah. found myself to be diverse. I'm very hard-headed sometimes. If I don't like isekais, it's because they fucking suck. Um, and that's because that's isekais as a whole. I think isekai actually means terrible in Japanese. <laughs> um, so that's why I don't watch those, but other animes, they're pretty good. It's <laughs> sucky. That's what they're trying to say. Yes, sucky um, uncle. Alright, anyway. Uh, moving on. We're going on to the next one. Uh, so, Overlord Season 4. This is our third Isekai now? Yeah. Jesus heavens. Oh, yeah, alright. So, I'm, I'm going to kind of keep this one short. I mean, Overlord's on Season 4, so either you know... At this point. If you know, you know. Yeah. Either you know or you don't. It's one of those two. So I will say, um, was, this one, very interesting. Did a good job of balancing the drama and the comedy. I will say, this season, more so than any of the other ones before, got really dark. You know, Hell yeah. Definitely had some moments where I'm just sitting there being like, Man, I feel bad cheering for these people. <laughs> well, I feel like that's what sets it apart, right? I mean, yeah. that's the whole point behind the premise that this guy is not a good guy. Yeah. Not out of choice. Well, I, yeah, I, I, think, I think the key difference there is there's, like, up until this point, the guy did a lot of bad things. But from a viewer standpoint, you can be like, well, I can at least justify his actions. Necessary. By, by the end of this season, he, like, basically decides... He's going to wipe an entire country off the map. So there's even this great, <laughs> there's this great scene where one of the characters is this overpowered, but not confident girl or no, I think it's a guy, guy that looks like a girl. You're, you're familiar with the character type. Anyway, point being overpowered, but not confident. They, and he, he's basically trying to talk himself up to his like, Oh, I gotta, I'm not sure if I'm going to be strong enough to, Use my magic powers to kill all of these villagers, but I'm going to try my best. It's just, and his like grunts or like undead grunts are like cheering him on in the background. Like, you can do it, man. And you're just like, how am I supposed to feel right now? Like, you're just, yeah, like, I guess it's funny, but it's also like you're murdering all these innocent people. I don't fucking know. Uh, So it's a wild ride, but I think. You know, look, if you've written it to this point, you're definitely going to keep enjoying it. Uh, it's a good story. All right. I'm not going to lie. I I want to pick this up. I just know that I watched the first few episodes and I wasn't in love with it. Um, that was before I watched Isekai's. 
Granted, I don't think it was the isekai aspect that I wasn't in love with because this is one of the ones where it just kind of throws you into the game and it's like, it, it's an isekai, but not really anymore. It's just a fantasy world. Right, right, right. At this point, it's it's gone it's, well past that. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, he is still looking for like other reincarnated people, but that's just because it's like, these are the only people that could really beat me at this point. Sure. So, yeah. Mm. Well, sweet. Yeah, no, I've heard good things of it from other people this season, so I'm glad. I think... The, we were saying earlier that the, the things that returned season-wise uh, were definitely hit it out of the park. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. But uh, next up, uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on uh, a not return, a totally new one? Yeah, a, a new anime, uh, The Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. So um, this is one um, we started, we got halfway through, and I remember my halfway through review, um, and it kind of came to be uh, because I said that I wasn't sure how this would hold up because it doesn't seem to have much driving it besides the cute and like wholesome moment. Um, so just to recap, Yakuza's guide, uh, this guy named K- Kirishima is pretty much like the left hand of some Yakuza boss. He's like the hired hand, the guy who does the dirty work, right? So after pretty much doing that for a while, the boss is like, hey, I'm going to change it up. You're going to be the bodyguard to my precious daughter. Uh, Turns out this precious daughter is cute as shit. Um, So he pretty much does a 180 from beating up bad guys and being a devil to, you know, being the protector of this little, little girl. And he ends up being this like cutesy, not cutesy, but like he ends up becoming wholesome. Um, yeah, he, he's really nice around her, but he doesn't totally kick his violent. No, that's something that he, he I think is ingrained in him. And uh, that's where some of the highlights come from this show. Uh, I think that the highlights are where they don't forget that this is the Yakuza. Uh, they have moments where they bring back old, like affiliated people that would cause harm against him. And he kind of has to go into the Yakuza mode. Um, and maybe intimidate them. There have been moments where he actually has, you know, had to go and be physical again. And those are the highlights of this series. I, I really enjoy when they they kind of aren't afraid to show that it is still a Yakuza and they're not just like friendly businessmen, right? Yeah. They're businessmen, but if they have to, they will get ugly. And uh, that's where I found where I enjoyed it the most. But I think during the, I think right after our review, there was a four or five episode stretch where it did not touch on that at all, really. Uh, and it was just wholesome, cute stuff. And I just don't think it really holds that much weight to me as a wholesome, cute only anime. Uh, yes, I do think that the main character girl is very cute and her interactions are very wholesome with her parents, uh, with her friends, with her new friends, with like the Yakuza people. Um, I think she's probably more entertaining to me than the Karishima guy when it comes to wholesome because my one of my biggest negatives with the series is that he turned like as a person way too quickly. Like he became well, like, apparently he really... knew her. He knew her as a he did like no, yeah. baby. He's always known her. And then apparently when she came back into his life, he was just like oh, like flipped a switch. I know. I just and I, I just don't think people are like that. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't have a problem with him being very caretaking of her it's just that his tendencies of being aggressive just went out the door yeah i will i will 
say, yeah, that this was definitely one of those where if you think about it too much, the whole thing kind of falls apart. Yeah. Because it was, I, I was like, there's really no, there is not really any character development here. It just kind of was like, he went from being one thing to another thing. And there really isn't a whole bunch of rationale. It's just like, well, girl, so nice. Like, what? Like, <laughs> That's what? <laughs> well, I will say that they did bring in some drama and action in the last two episodes. I still think that's a little too late. I think they should have brought that up and made it a little drawn out or maybe more complicated. Uh, Somehow, um, maybe by episode 10, it was just literally the last two episodes, I guess so, then by episode like eight or nine, um, where his past comes back to kind of haunt him. And obviously the girl is involved because he's with her most of the time. Um, and that's, I mean, I was expecting that to happen, but it just took too long and I, I just yeah. really dropped off. I watched it, but I really had to drag through the middle, like five through eight episodes yeah. or six through 10 episodes. So, so real quick, are, are our favorite episodes, it's still episode three where they started doing all the YouTube videos. That shit was hilarious. That was hilarious. See, like, I'm okay with episodes like that, but like you have to bring in plot every now and then. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, like I think that after that they had like four episodes of like family related stuff, and I'm like, I just don't care about this shit. Like, like I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't mind an episode or two, but you're just giving me five episodes of this shit. I can't, I don't want this. Like, bring some shit back in here. Well, first off, and this is just my personal bias, I watched Tokyo Vice on HBO Max. Great show, definitely recommend it. But that show has ruined any idea of the Yakuza being nice guys. And I will say, I was expecting some kind of plot development from him being like, you know, from the girl being like, oh, you can't act like this, da-da-da-da-da. But it's just, it's kind of like we described. It's, he's, he's really nice around her, and then for no particular reason, he can just flip back and forth, and it's not a big deal. And there really doesn't seem to be, I didn't make it all the way to the end, so maybe this gets addressed in the last two episodes. It does. It but does. there doesn't really seem to be much of a repercussion. No, it does, Yeah. And- I want that. It just took too long to get there. But when they do that, it's good. I have I, that really makes that anime shine. Like the moments, there was a moment where he has that exact, where he has some repercussions because he switched on a dime. And I don't have a problem with him switching. I just wanted to see more of it. Well, I, I I just feel like, and this is just my personal thing again. I just feel like it becomes a repetitive kind of slog if there isn't an actual development because otherwise it, oh, yeah. it just becomes like okay so this is what you're getting you're getting this guy and this that that's what he does and you're getting this cute girl and i guess you're getting the boss dad guy i i yeah, don't know. i mean there's yeah I, I, I just there was just a chunk of episodes where there was no development yeah and i think because a you got the development of uh kirishima the main guy too quickly and then they just focused on things not that really didn't drive the story it just kind of lulled a little bit so that's kind of my my negative was there but when it did focus on those things like the actual yakuza parts it was great uh very wholesome a lot of people really liked it for that wholesome just relaxed feeling which is fine um so i think that this will get better if there is a season two because his his past is coming back to haunt him he has people that are holding grudges. There's this weird guy who was introduced near the end that wants to see him be the devil, like him, like be evil. 
I don't know how or why. I get maybe I didn't oh, finish so that episode. So he's got like a uh, what's the what's the guy's name from Cowboy Bebop? Uh, vicious kind of character who just wants him to be evil and violent and all that. Kind of, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, we don't really know much besides he 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 did see like oh I get to see you shine now. Okay, and I'm like okay, whatever. It's kind of weird. Uh, so Perfect. I think there's definitely more to come. Um, I. I would I would definitely watch the second season just to see where it's going, but it has to progress quicker than what it did. Nah, I mean I'm definitely dropping this one, but I just ain't got the time. <laughs> That's to, fair to deal with this kind of development. Anyway, speaking of one that I'm not gonna drop, uh, Licorice Recoil. Um, so I'll just get to the hard hitting question: Do we know if a season second season has been announced for this sucker? I'm like, yeah, shit. No, but this is one where I'm okay where. It, left like i don't want really? a second season yes oh interesting okay so like i i have this i love when 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 series just don't drag it out and they just end it like some of my favorite ones are single seasons and um i just think they 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 they, they hold up better a and b they're more memorable because don't ruin it like you have more chances of ruining it if you continue it than you don't yeah like i i think they ended on, a, on i ended it well um, very much like Odd Taxi, uh, where they ended it, and it's like, oh, you can definitely keep going. Like, what happens? It's like, nah, just just leave it there. Like, you, like you can imagine, you can kind of leave it up to your interpretation. Well, see, I guess I just felt like the way. So let's talk about. All right, fine. Let's talk about it first. All right. So Ligorous Recoil. Major spoiler. This, this is going to be full spoilers in this one. For this sure. was a original anime this year, and it came out the gates, and it hit hard it had a good mix of cute girls doing cute things action comedy it was hitting on all the key points and even though it was kind of a straightforward story it was basically a group of you know girls who go out and essentially save the world i guess from yeah it's a quick summarization secret organization that uh, no one knows about that. Uh, pretty much maintains order by uh, eliminating threats or threats before they happen. Correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that's nothing too crazy in the anime world. But I, the way the cast came together and the way the characters interacted, uh, and also the art, which was pretty darn impressive to me, was really good. Uh, and it, it easily became the hit of the season. Uh, I mean, Ozzy, you were the one who kind of turned me on to it more so than anything. You want to talk about it? Yeah, again, I just have really fucking good taste. And I don't know what it is. Like, as soon as Uh, I saw the still of this, I'm like, this hits for me somehow. I'm not sure how. I remember seeing the the intro for it, and I was like, this doesn't seem that unique. But again, I'll try anything original. I want more original stuff. I'm not going to lie. Ever since, like, the first series, first, like, review of our podcast where we started like watching certain originals like i'm just hyped for originals but yeah pretty much everything you said was my sentiment exactly just like the the characters really drove this because the ensemble of characters like they use them well throughout the series it wasn't just like the main two characters again it wasn't just chisato and um uh takina you know there was other characters that they may not have been as uh, like as important to the story, but they were important to the action. They were important to helping the other characters, and it just it just made it a, a good feel good story in that aspect. And that's not even taking into consideration the action. The action was great. Um, pretty much every episode had 
some good action. Uh, and they weren't afraid to really get gritty about it too, because up until like, since they were getting rid of threats, the majority of the time they were killing said terrorists, but like, you don't really think about like when you think of the, us killing terrorists half the time, you're just like, Oh, they're dead. Whatever. Fuck it. But there were later episodes where the antagonist of the story, he was part of a terrorist uh, association they were coming back and killing these girls. And that's kind of like, you, you wouldn't expect to see that. Like, like, oh yeah, you know, he's killing people, but like he was just point blank shooting girls right in the face. Right, right. And these right. are girls. These aren't like adult women. These yeah. are like teenage girls. And this was also, it also, it wasn't like, I don't know how this would make it better, but it wasn't like kids killing kids. It was like adult people yeah, these like are gutting, gutting down yeah, gunning down girls, girls. Yeah. i was like Whoo. so i mean uh, not, not i mean which i mean to be fair they are shooting back so yeah so it's just you know good versus evil whatever. uh but yeah you know i think they're also yeah i think this was also one of those shows where it's like there was there were characters who didn't want to kill but otherwise i don't think most of the characters didn't have any compunction about like murdering somebody. No, they were all was, pretty much cold-blooded killers. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is great. Well, it's funny because, like, that combined, like, the dichotomy of, like, that situation and then the playfulness nature of the main character, Chisato, and her her, her friends, like, they were very bubbly because, I mean, they were cute girls, cute girls shooting dead things. Uh, but um they were very bubbly they like owned this cafe where they had people and they had like game nights and stuff oh yeah so it was very like upbeat and uh most of the main ensemble were girls mainly because most of the age all the agents were girls they did have a guy version but the main story was about the girl version yeah Um, uh, i mean they did have like an overseer who was a guy who was a guy who did get in some action but yeah uh, even him like i I, like, that was great. Like there was no one who just sat and did nothing. Like I, I love that aspect. Like it's nice to get everyone involved and not necessarily like just be helpful. Like they did their own thing. Like it wasn't right. just like oh yeah they were here and they helped me shoot somebody. Like no they did their own thing. Uh, like the guy uh, I forgot his name. Their their watcher like you said he turned out to be still a you know a pretty yeah he was turned out to be a pretty good agent despite having like a bad leg and everything well, else it was he, he didn't he didn't have a bad leg yeah. right i don't know if you caught that like it yeah. was fake like they he, fake, he was faking he it the whole thing so people yeah. like i guess just misunder uh what's called underestimated underestimated him, so. yeah no but key points cuz we could talk about that all night it was a really good show you need to check it out if you can now we're getting into hard spoilers that final episode okay so I just feel like basically what happened, they saved the world. People got hurt, but they saved the world. Well, saved Japan. Saved Japan, whatever. Yeah, you know, the, the essence of the world. Point being, Chisato had the heart surgery to replace her like heart that was going to fail. And then she just runs away. And I guess when uh, the other girl catches up with her, they just decide they're going to both run away. Is that what happened? Basically. Yeah. Uh, and I do want to hit on the highlight that they didn't just make it a good versus bad situation. The fact that they brought this whole like uh, Chisato having a bad heart because she's some kind of like she had to have a fake heart because they needed her as a weapon of mass destruction, essentially. 
Uh, I like that little. Yeah. So they basically, off. yeah, they basically, added conflict to the to to the story. Yeah, they basically put her on a timer that way she couldn't yes. live out. Yeah, yeah, so too long because she was kind of OP. Like they, they found a way to kind of break. Oh, her she can fucking dodge stuff. bullets. Of course, yeah, she's OP. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, basically, what ended up happening was that. Um, I mean, I think uh, Takino was just like I just. I mean, I think Chisato still was like I'm gonna get back to doing what I do, which is helping people in her way, sick way of. Not sick, like she is helping people by putting people out of commission, and by out of commission, it's just like not killing them. It's just out of, actually yeah, like, out of commission. Yeah. yeah, so I think she knows that she's going back to that because I think she said that she ran away because she was confused and she thought she was still going to die, so she wanted to die somewhere where it was like nice. She went yeah. to a beach, right? Well, I think she was she was doing what the cat the cat thing, which is if y'all are unfamiliar, but this is a popular topic in stories right now. When a cat dies, they run away because they don't want anybody to see them die. But she was doing that. She, I think she was oh, like, maybe, yeah. she was trying to be like, I don't want anybody to cry for me. I want to just go. That's have true. A, she didn't want good, the sadness yeah, at all. I want. I want to go have a good time yeah. and then whatever. But yeah, I, I like that aspect of Chisato. I like how upbeat she was, even through all, you know, through all the shit that she's gone through. I mean, she basically t- was like given a second life, but to be a killer. Um, and she doesn't want to do that, but she will like continue her job as to like saving people. Um, and she knows that she has months to weeks left to live and she's still looking on the positive end of things. Uh, I I will, I will say if she had just been a cold blooded killer, she probably could have saved a lot of time. I will say that I would argue that at some point she just had to pull the trigger. Like, I know that's what makes her her and that's okay. But like, it's okay to break the rules if things are getting to a point. Right? The guy still fell out of the building, so I don't fucking know. But apparently he's still alive. Right. Uh, so that's one, I guess I could say, negative mentioning the guy. Um, there is um, a villain. I forgot what his name was. Um, he essentially is a very similar, I guess, what's it called? Like um, agent to uh, Chisato. He kind of has like a, like a, yeah, a, he's a like- superpower. Not like a super, like an enhanced power. So apparently his was the sight, the 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 um, sense of hearing. His sense of yeah. hearing was like super heightened, just like her sense of like trajectory of bullets. Yeah, whatever. she can like she can basically see the future because she can pick up on the trajectory. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his was hearing, and he used that a little bit in one of the later episodes. But I will say the villain, him, uh, his like ultimate plan just didn't hit very well. His ultimate plan was to like ensue chaos. By telling all of Japan the reality of uh, the light uh, Liko Rico peep girls, like the that basically there is organization, this secret organization, like they're controlling people everything in by, yeah, you know, yeah. there's too much order, or whatever. And he's like, You need to watch out for these girls. He kind of framed them to look like murderers, which I mean, I guess they are murderers, but they're more like defenders, if you want to argue that. Well, I will say, I went back and rewatched the first episode, and they are just like killing people on the street and i'm like yeah like before they even do anything and i'm like whoa okay yeah that's a lot i mean I'm, I'm assuming yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, we mentioned that because it was like oh it's cute girls and all of a sudden she just blasts somebody sitting on a bench who was about to pull out like, yeah. a weapon well so, we you assume but you don't know yeah i, anyway, I mean yeah. i'm assuming that this high level organization has intel and just doesn't blast people because they look bad yeah but i'm just i guess that you get into the whole like visuals of it well, no, yeah. What's the story? The uh, minority report kind of mentality where it's like, we're just policing crimes before they happen kind of thing. Where it's yeah. like, 
So, but anyway, to your point, kind of a weak, like, premise, because his idea was basically, like, if I bring down this organization, it gives other things a chance to kind of rise up and even even things out. And I, I didn't really, I at least didn't appreciate it. I, I just didn't, like, I don't get it. I feel like there are better ways to do that. Like, if... If he wanted to just destroy the organization, fine. I mean, he's got plenty of reasons from all yeah, the stuff. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But it seemed like his rationale was like, no, I want to tear y'all down so I can bring up other organizations. And I'm like, what? And his way yeah. of doing it wasn't very great either. I mean, he like planted guns all throughout Japan and he told people about these girls who were like, you know, about this organization and he kind of showed clips to look like they were the killers. And like, he just wanted people to go nuts like pure chaos very joker like and i will say i, I said this earlier like the guy even kind of has a play on the joker he has like green hair he, he's wearing like a suit he has like that kind of like mad chaos feel like just kind of wants to yeah do sh- he like, feels like shisato completes him it's like yeah it's, it's got oh this, yeah it's a weird it's got this like weird dynamic yeah i mean yeah. they are very similar individuals of having superpowers but they're using it for different things right um but it just, I, I, they did a good job of building it up too. They were like, oh, there's this villain. He, we can't catch him. He's killed all these girls. You know, he has this personal vendetta. Um, Chisato also, they have moments where they actually meet face to face and they talk it out. So it's just like, there's more to this than just like them going at it. Like, yeah. it's personal. But then like his ultimate plan is just like, hey man, Japan, go crazy. And they don't even go crazy. They show like one clip where some dude almost accidentally no he does shoot the girl yeah but he's like kind but of like he was immediately like, yeah. feels bad he was him. like i don't and then the, they showed two clips sorry they did that and then one other one earlier where a dude accidentally shoots somebody because he's an idiot pulls the gun out and he's like oh what the fuck is this and the police is like put that down and he just panics and shoots i don't know what he shoots he doesn't shoot somebody yeah, he might shoot himself it's, I don't it's, know. it was a it was questionable i i think there was some but i think also i think they kind of probably wrote themselves into a corner where they were like well we need to have him do like something really evil and like what can we do and it's like yeah there wasn't really a good way to kind of carry it out but i I don't know well that's i'm I'm okay with him living because of that because like it wasn't like i don't know maybe they'll give him a chance for something even worse maybe they'll redeem him somehow as a villain not as a you know human yeah or as a hero um which again i'm also not sure if he was actually alive or if that was just like his like imparting the kind of the guns around japan and the continuation and people like picking up his mission or something but whatever i i i think that was probably a weak point but it wasn't that bad of a weak point um the the action still delivered the action really made it up for i loved you were talking about where they were talking it out. I love that part where they both got tired in the middle of their fight. Yeah, that was, they were that just was the talking. second time. <laughs> the first time was like back at her apartment, but there was time where they literally, like, he didn't want to fight her when she had heart problems because this was when she was on her last leg. And he's like, all right, let's just relax and talk. And, and it was just kind of, I don't know, like, it wasn't like, I mean, we've seen stuff like that happen, but it was just, it was it was cool. I mean, to me, I enjoyed that aspect of him being more complex and just like, I just want to fuck shit up. Like, he doesn't want to kill her just to kill her. He wants to, I guess, feel validated. Yeah. Kind of like you were saying the whole Joker, like, you complete me situation. Like, yeah, I think he, he has that he's going. like, I don't want to take you out just because I can't. Just to say it. I, I want to, yeah, I want to actually, like, 
enjoy this experience. Um, but yeah, still a great show. Definitely check it out. Definitely uh, one of the highlights, if not the highlight. And super pumped that originals like this are meeting expectations. All right. So next up, we've got Call of the Night. So this one was a uh, manga that we read back in the day. And uh, what do you want to talk about, Ozzy? I don't know. Well, I will say that this is probably the anime of the season for me. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I will say A, because it was a good anime, and B, because it was a good adaptation. Like, it's it, there's a two different things. Like, you can have a good anime that was adapted, and you can have something that did the adapt, like adaptation justice and still, like, delivered on top of that. And I think as an anime, it did all that. I think it got the vibe perfectly of what they were going for. Uh, and I think I remember saying that I was wondering how they were going to get that vibe of like Call of the Night has this whole situation where this guy is outside at night walking around and it's all a vibe of just kind of pondering and walking yeah. and just being outside at dark. Like if you've ever done that, there's like a the different feeling of being outside at night where there's no one, there's no action going on. And they they captured that so well, well. And it was also kind of like the mentality, which I guess they summed up really well in the final episode. We'll talk about it. But I love the mentality of like, you can't sleep, but also you can't find anything else to do. So you're just kind of roaming like the yeah, streets. Roaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like hoping something comes along. Yeah, and I don't know if, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's a common thing, but I know I've been there. Like... I, it, it brings me back to a time when I used to walk in college. I, I, I wouldn't sleep all the time, so I would go out at night. I would walk around campus. I would see what's going on, and it is a different vibe. And I, it was I, I reminisced on that just because of this uh, anime. So it, they definitely captured it. Yeah, I, I would definitely say it's not something that everybody goes through, but I do know what you're talking about. And like, I, you know, I'm not recommending that people go around walking at night just randomly but yeah if you if you're in a safe spot give it a shot or if you're with friends and it is a different experience than probably the same vibe during the day because Absolutely. different things just go through your mind at that time anyway but yeah um story-wise let us know story story-wise this was more you know i guess it's a vampire story it's a love story it's a story about two people who don't really know what they're doing with their lives. And I I just really liked how all those factors kind of came together. I liked the extra vampire characters that they brought in and the kind of like twists and turns it went on. Because I think we've talked about too in some of these other series where they kind of hit the same notes. And that might be how you feel that this one's going to go. Um, where it's like, oh, it's the same thing over and over again, these two people just doing different things at night. But then they start introducing some new characters during the day and some new vampire characters, and things start taking a more serious turn than I guess you probably would have expected. Um, I was really impressed, getting away from the story, really impressed with the artwork, very impressed with the music, though. The music was on point probably more so than any other series i watched this year i don't know where it stands against the love live but man they had some killer soundtracks in this anime um i think it did a really good job of delivering 
on just its own unique aesthetic. And I think that's really what you want when you make an anime. You want it to be its own piece of art. And they fucking nailed it. I don't know what else to say about that. Um, I did. I mean, I want to let you talk more about the story. But uh, I did like the ending. Even though I guess some people might feel that it's a bit succinct. But I like where it kind of ended. You could treat that as an ending of its own, but I do think this is going to get a second season. So we'll see how things continue to play out. Um, I think that's about as much gushing as I can give it, Ozzy. What do you, anything else to add? No. Uh, not really. I mean, you hit the high points. I think the the characters were well done. I, I do agree that um, like the vibe is what was done to like perfectly. Like, and once they got that, I was just in it just because I wanted to feel that relaxed vibe. Um, and I was, I was curious where they would go with the story halfway through. I think I remember reviewing just like, like what are they going to add next? And they perfectly timed it. Like by episode five, they were introducing new characters that added conflict by like episode seven, they added the ultimate like conflict to uh, uh, Yama, Yamori, like telling him uh, spoilers that, he has to become a vampire within a year. Like that was the big conflict because I did not know what the conflict was. I, I'm not, I wasn't sure what, besides it being a love story, quote unquote, what was the ultimate driving force? And now it's time. Um, so that was, that was something that kind of turned it on its head. So that was good to introduce. And like you were saying, they introduced more characters and then later, um, and this isn't a negative because I'm almost certain that they're going to push for a season two. There's no way this isn't getting into season two. Uh, they introduce a antagonist who essentially is a vampire hunter. Uh, and that just completely turned things over. It's just like crap. Like there's someone who knows about vampires. Cause so far it was just kind of like, it's a feel good about vampires doing their own thing at night. And you know, this guy, Yamori kind of like being brought into this world, wanting to be a vampire kind of telling his friends he's told like two friends yeah like two but now shit can get real because this vampire hunter is like if you want told him face blank if you want to become a vampire i'm going to hunt you down well and it's also like the other vampires aren't exactly thrilled about the whole situation although i think at this end of the season they kind of like back off a little bit but clearly they've kind of got their own expectations but I think to your key point, I mean, there were a lot of, like, potential antagonists with the story. I think the real antagonist was, like, life or, like, boredom, I guess, was kind of the point. Because that's, and that's kind of how they summarize it at the end and how they summarize it at the start. Is really, it's just about this kid can't find any joy in his life and he can't sleep. And so he's going out and he's trying to find something that that makes him like enjoy life. And he finds this girl who happens to be a vampire and she's the one who kind of teaches him to enjoy life. And then she kind of has the other side of it at the end of the series where she's like, ah, I, you know, I like to act like I'm so fucking cool, but I was always so bored until he came along. And now well, yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. that, that moment yeah. where she kind of came. She, I think she knew, but she put, kind of put on this facade like life was so great. She, she like finally broke down is like I honestly put on this facade but I'm bored every day I just don't know what to do with my life and, and I mean it's kind of it's kind of honest because like as a vampire like what do you have to look forward to now like your life is quote unquote done even though it's still ahead of you but like 
you don't have anything to die for, therefore you almost have let nothing to live for. Right. Well, and, and, the, and the other thing with being a vampire is you're stuck with the nighttime aspect. Well, you, so. and, and the fact that you're stuck with the people you know. Like, you can only friend people if they're going to become your offspring. And, like, now she's in the situation where, like, yeah, he can become my offspring, but, like, we're friends. And I like that became... I like that that wasn't just a story about Yamori and uh, Nazuna. That aspect of like meeting somebody and not wanting to like, and like having the conflict of like vampire, whether she becomes a vampire or not, happened to the other girl, the uh, the blonde girl, uh, Kikyu. Yeah. She had that one guy who like she kind of like fell for, and like, I don't want to stop being friends because as it was kind of a, a known rule about vampires not to have human friends because they could get. Yeah, it could bring attention to them, and that people like this attention. vampire hunter yeah. could like track them down. Um, so I think they hit on a lot of like what you would think of holes well in this story. Like, how does this work? Um, and I, I just think it was well done when with with new characters. You know, Kikiyoshi was involved, and she at first was kind of maybe an antagonist for like a few episodes, but then she kind of broke down and became a little bit more interesting. Oh, I um, was I was kind of amused. I forget his or her name i can't even remember but i do feel like that cross-dressing vampire uh oh, the really the really belonged in what we do in the shadows or it's just like yeah you know i, I yeah the one that was like like uh the comedy show yeah the taiki watiti show with the vampires where they're like what we do in the shadows come on yeah but which one are you talking about which the cross-dressing vampire that's like Oh yeah, I get everybody to turn. It's like, how you do that? Oh, I just hypnotize them all. It's like, whatever. I'm oh not... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like, why do you dress like that? Oh, just girls think I'm hot. Guys think I'm hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, they're like, to me. yeah. I didn't even think about it at the time, but now I'm like, oh, she would have been such a good character on what we do in yeah, the shadows. That was funny. I mean, I I just really enjoyed every episode. Uh, music was great. The art was great. I know we didn't necessarily hit on that, but. They use colors really well. Oh, yeah. Like, there were scenes where they just, like, use one color, like, as a palette background, and it really kind of, like, stressed the moment. Like, there was one moment where he talked to the antagonist, and it was all brown. It was, like, yeah. uncomfortable, but it was, like, a good uncomfortable. Like, well, I think, like, the massage scenes early on were all, like, all white background, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's, that's weird. But I guess it kind of covered the, like, weird like uncomfortable anxiety of the moment yeah the anxiety yeah, yeah. Like, an anxious like uncomfortable feeling um yeah this is definitely my recommend of the season i think it was the best uh, to watch um i the one i look forward to the most um i really hope they make a season two because uh i think it'll be interesting to see how their relationship grows and i know what yamori ends up becoming when it comes to like, because he's not a hundred percent human. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess because you've read the manga. Because I've read the manga spoilers there, and they kind of did tease it a little bit in season one. They had, I think, at least one moment, if I remember correctly, where he had like he jumped over a fence like flat-footed. And yeah. It's like, I think somebody was like, "Oh shit!" And but That's they didn't like, mention shouldn't be, shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. No. But it's it's got a lot of room to continue. And be entertaining, so I look forward to a season two announcement pretty soon. Honestly, I wouldn't doubt it if it was before the I, end. I, I think it's it might have already happened, but we haven't heard it yet. So, all right, um, we personally haven't heard it yet. All right, um, so that's all of our anime uh, for the season. I think that's a pretty good wrap up. I yeah, I like it, it turned out to be a lot better than I was thinking halfway through. I was like, oh man, no, this I was not disappointed. Um, 
All right. Speaking of something else that you uh, weren't as disappointed as you thought by. True. Uh, so let's talk about um, another isekai. Another isekai ma- in our manga of the week. We did uh, the. <laughs> see if I can remember the full text. The other world stands no chance against the power of instant death. I believe is the. Is that title? really how it's called? What's called? Uh, I just looked up instant death isekai. Yeah, I mean that works, but I think it was the full title is like the other world doesn't stand a chance. Something power of inst- against the power of instant death. I believe that is the full title. Um, it's kind of hard to say anything about this without immediately giving away the plot, but basically. A whole class gets isekai, and among that class is a kid who has the power to instantly kill anybody he feels like just by thinking about it. Like he doesn't even he doesn't even have to do anything, and uh, that's basically the story. Is like he's trying to survive with this girl that he kind of rescued who doesn't have a great isekai power and they're just trying to make it through this world i mean that's really it i mean i don't know i mean that's what i got from the first few chapters yeah yeah i mean do you have anything to add to that i i guess i picked this one well i picked this one because it was a coin flip but the reason i thought about this one was because it is an interesting twist on the isekai genre where they essentially brought somebody into their world who is like scarier than all these big bad people who are like in the isekai world. In fact, and I don't know how far you made it in the manga. There's actually one part uh, later on where they actually bring somebody from our world to explain like, what the fuck is this guy? Cause obviously the guy has the power of instant death. Not somebody's going to know about it. They bring that guy and he's like, Oh, you fucking saved our planet. Thank you so much. We didn't know what to do with it. And then, he dies for various reasons. So I just love the idea of like, not only is this guy OP in the isekai sense, he's so OP it goes beyond complete logic. Yeah, he's an anomaly. Um, he's 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 a freak of nature. He's a force of nature, I would say, more so than an actual physical being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's actually accurate. Uh, looking, I, I did some research on it because. I did not dislike this, and I think it's because of that aspect, because they came out swinging. It didn't take time for him to learn it. He didn't have, like, a learner's arc. He didn't have, like, a, oh, like, I'm pitiful situation. No, he came out OP from the gate. And it's interesting because, like, this power is OP, but it's not a very physical thing. It's just, like, a instant you stop when I say you stop. Right. So it's, like, it's... it, it's very uh, like uh, what's it called like um, like not expecting of to see this guy who looks just like a normal you know yeah. guy protagonist nothing too crazy and like instantly just drop somebody well and he also points out like even though you you hear that and you're like wow that power is ridiculous it's like it's really not that useful in day-to-day life it kind of works in the isekai scenario because there are people out there to kill you but, like, generally speaking, it's like he can only really use that to kill people, and he doesn't want to abuse it because then you're just killing people whenever they fucking annoy you. Yeah, so him. I like that aspect because I guess that somewhat puts a restriction on him because, like, he has to deal with things in a unique way. Like, he can't just, like, intimidate people. I guess he could intimidate people by. Well, yeah, but who would believe him? 
like, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it did come to terms a couple times where he had a group, and he's like, I killed that guy. Now, I can do that to you, so relax. So that works, but, like, he can't physically impose on someone unless he kills them. So it's, like, it's either zero or a hundred. Like, there were situations where he killed parts of humans. Oh, yeah, that part I was I thought that was, that was funny because, like, he killed the guy's eyes. So it's, like, it's not necessarily killing. It's just, like, to cease to be. He just, like, cuts it from existence. Because he can it's kill weird. non-living things. Like, yeah, because he, he killed even, the ice. <laughs> he killed ice. He killed vampires, which aren't living. Like, he said he defines what death is, and he just makes it cease to do. Yeah. Like, he could stop a robot, which is not living, but right. he said it's still living. Like, according to him, it's living, according to his definition of death. So, it is... I was very intrigued because this isekai, uh, this manga, like, it it went from 0 to 60 immediately. Like, first episode is them getting fucked up in the world, in the new world. Like, right. like they're in the middle of, like, a dragon attack. And it kind of, like, retells the story over the next few chapters. I thought that was a good way to introduce it, not do it slow, not do it just like every other isekai where it's like, I'm such and such. I died. And so, no, it's just straight into it. Guy's like, what do I do? Immediately shows his power, but not 100% of the way. Then you kind of learn as you go. Um, so I actually was kind of hooked the first few chapters learning about it. Uh, I will say that the the maiden, the his friend of Fukamuchi or Fukarada or whatever it's called. Fuka or something. Tomochika wasn't that. I'm not impressed with her. She's not that like, she's like, she doesn't really add value to anything. Uh, she's not funny. She doesn't really do anything like impressive. Like she has no power, like you were saying. She does have like the spirit guide that is like part of her ancestors that kind of like hangs around with her and does have some comedic relief every now and then. She's more there for comedy because like a couple episodes, guys are like hitting on her and like, hey, like, why are you wanting me to be part of your group? He's like, I just want you for your body. Yeah, you're just like people actually think you're really hot. Like it was like it's and funny. She's like, like what? It plays on some <laughs> tropes, so it's kind of funny out the gate. Like there's that. It played on that, and then there was an episode where the guy was killing a vampire, and the vampire was about to transform into a full like his full form, and he killed him before he transformed. And the lady and his his friend uh, Toko Tomo Chica was like, "You gotta let him finish." Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah, come on. So I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, <laughs> there's there's some good comedy in it. Um, I think my favorite part action. was she freaks out over the cockroaches, which was great. I mean, anyway. Who wouldn't, right? Anyway, sorry. Go so ahead. the action is okay. Uh, the art in that manga is a little... I don't know. There were some episodes. Def- some definitely rough. Chapters where it was like rough. It was just kind of quick-paced and hard to understand. Um, I will I will also say, because it introduces so many elements, sometimes like I'll go to the next chapter. Like I think... Was it chapter eleven where there's the giant like black shadow thing? And I'm like, yeah. did they even talk about this? What the fuck happened? Um, but yeah. sometimes I know, or sometimes yeah. But so. I think that's kind of what keeps me hooked. It's just kind of like throwing stuff at me so quick, and I kind of try to absorb it, and I'm still trying to catch up. So at some point, it'll level out, and I'll see if it still keeps me hooked. Right, but that, it is getting an anime, right? Did yeah, and I, I I was gonna say that for the podcast. I mean. For those, I've told you this like a few times, but this is getting an anime. Um, I believe it's going to be spring of next year. So it's coming up, but it is a, <laughs> that was the other reason I picked it. It is a fascinating story. I, I want to see where it goes. Um, as it's gotten into the later chapters, you get more background, which I find is much more fascinating about 
this guy's character. And I do kind of want to know more about what's actually going to happen. But I do worry that it's kind of like One Punch Man where you're like, I just want to see this guy like destroy the really, really powerful things. And then that never happens or it happens and it just takes forever. I don't know. That's my only concern with this thing is I, I like the pace it's going at. But I don't know how long they're going to be able to keep it up because I don't know how much more ridiculous stuff they can think of. But uh, I definitely see this not being a very. I hope it's not drawn out and long. I think this will just be like a should be a quick thing. Honestly, I don't. I would think so, but I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's still going, and they're on chapter like forty or so. But, it's not super long. So but... it's not super long, but they're they're going. So okay. we'll see. I got gotcha. you. Cool. Well, that was actually a good suggestion. I I did not hate it. Um. I, you know, it's an isekai. I'm not super, like, in love with it. Um, but it was a, a, a decent read. I will say that. All right. Well, next week or next, whenever we record, we've got Kitsune Spirit, which is a cute, rambunctious comedy about, which is, when I say short chapters, I mean, like, maybe three pages long. Oh, wow. Of a fox lady and her husband. So, oh, what? let's see. Oh, we- so yeah, it's actually got some really impressive art. If you couldn't tell by the uh, yeah that first chapter, that first yeah. thing. So, but yeah, it's up to 121 chapters. I think it's on hiatus right now, but for a while there, this one was a pretty hot one on the internet. I think uh, very popular. So we'll see. Um, nice, well, sweet. We'll have that up next week and or next next time we join. Um, not sure what's on the topic, but we might uh, come in with. Uh, a new topic, or maybe some mid-season reviews. We'll see, since next season's going to be so loaded. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think our first thing we got to do is finish off Cyberpunk, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I was thinking of just treating it as the October, uh, as the fall season, honestly. Spooktober. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah we'll see. Listeners, you will know when it comes out. All right. Yep. So somebody's listening in the future, and they'll be like, "I know what they did. They didn't do any of those fucking things." Correct. Liars. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to put things out there just in case I don't do them, since that's usually the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it work. That's that's why work has so many problems. With We're it. adults. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks again for listening. Yeah. If you got any questions or comments, shoot us an email at raleighanime at gmail uh, thanks as always, and uh, y'all have a good rest of your week. Good night, everybody. Bye.